0: Hey Tamika.
1: Hey, what's going
0: on? Nothing much. How you doing?
1: Uh, you know, Ozarking.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Is
1: well, we'll a talk word? about that.
0: Ozarking. It is now. Okay. I cool. think it will be in the dictionary now.
1: Okay, thank. I'll you.
0: allow it. <laughs> You're welcome. So, I'm gonna go in here and introduce the show. Then we'll get on. Okay. Cool. All right. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast, we're going to do a little bit of movie news about the Goonies might be getting a potential sequel. HBO acquires the rights to Hellraiser for a TV series. And then there's actually some news about a movie called Cold Storage. So I'm going to be talking about that. And then we're also going to be talking about a little bit of Ozarks, because Tamika actually watched a little bit of Ozarks and everything. I've done my spoiler review with Anthony. You can actually check that out on the podcast and everything when you guys actually get caught up. And we're also going to be doing, I'm actually going to be doing a review for the way back, the Ben Affleck movie. And then after that, we're going to be doing a spoiler review for hunters. So with that being said, let's go on ahead and get on with this thing. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. So, wow.
0: You know what? <laughs> huh? Let's go on ahead and talk about Ozarks. Okay.
1: Well, I was All fresh right? on my
0: well, it, it's definitely fresh on my mind because I definitely want to get your take on it oh, because I know that I love this season and I know that this is your, I envy you a matter of fact because you're watching this for the first time for the third season so, oh,
1: yes, yes, not the first time ever but the, right. the third season Um, I I know, I remember when it first came on Netflix I was like, what is this about? You know, then I think I saw your Facebook and everyone else's Facebook, so I decided to watch it. And I got really into it like season 1 and 2. And then I heard season 3 was coming out and I kind of was like, okay, um I'll get back to that cuz you know, you have like a lot of shit on your list. It's exactly. like, okay, I'm going to get back to that. And then you kept talking <laughs> about it. I was like, oh, okay, fine. Let me see what's going on.
0: He's like, let me see what this guy is talking what about is so we can going just shut up. Jeez. <laughs> I wrote notes. Okay, okay go ahead. Good. Tell me what you got. <laughs> come on, come on, give it to me. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember you told me not to say sweaty, so I substituted for another word. Oh.
1: Oh my gosh It's like it's worse.
0: <laughs> Give hey, it can be bad as dad I don't know. Well, okay, just go ahead. Tell me what you got. Oh, okay, yes.
1: For we're on a time limit. I forgot. No,
0: nah, now nah, we're not on no time limit. Um, Anchor, we got this.
1: according to Anchor, we are on a time limit. We have two hours.
0: Right, because I did find out today. Like Anchor will cut you off at two hours. Yes. So I got that confirmation from Anchor themselves.
1: Yes. Okay. Okay. Let me get started. So (laughs) I'll just. Deep breath. uh, uh, Okay. So. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. We got to be serious now. Okay. So I'm just going to talk about some scenes that stuck out to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, One was when I saw Wayne get caught. I guess this would be episode one season three when Wayne got caught in somebody's house cooking breakfast (laughs) and they came in and he's like, oh, um, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just, you know, I'll finish up here. (laughs) I am like, what is going on? (laughs) Oh,
0: wow. Yeah, I remember that one. But I also remember like at the beginning of it where it starts off where the, you're not sure where it's going because there's this, uh, it happens in a mall. Mm, yes. And it was the counterfeit money with the mall and basically they wind up killing the guy at the counter, takes the money that they actually have for the counterfeit money, and then wails it outside in the back of the mall. And as he's wailing it outside, there's actually a carnival going on and then all of a sudden there's the explosion that where he winds up, where it w- winds up killing everybody. While they were picking up the money.
1: Yeah. I remember that. Um, Because that first scene. Where he's just coming in. I thought it was just a delivery guy. You know. Right. And he's up there slitting the guy's throat. I was like is this UPS? I don't. Who is this? (laughs) But it got dark quick. (laughs) like, Snap of a finger. Gotta be prepared for these scenes. (laughs) Right.
0: But you said the, um, the guy that was in the house is your standout yeah, scene, Wayne. though, for the first episode? Yeah,
1: Yeah, who is a sad figure anyway. Because um, I forgot, because him and his sister, Ruby. Ruthie, yeah. Yeah, they um, he wasn't talking to her. And I completely forgot why he wasn't talking to her or why he wasn't taking the money she put in his account. But then I was like, oh, that's right, she killed their dad.
0: Right. <laughs> that would definitely complicate things, just a little okay.
1: bit. I mean, I still take the money, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> of
0: course. Well, it's okay that you kill my dad. I'll have a couple of mean, I'm
1: upset with you, but I take the money. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my other favorite scene is when um, Darling was in like the um, it's not a LaMaz class. It's like women that want to be better moms or something when she right. was there and the lady was talking about you know she won't take to my teeth and I, she was like yeah and formula i'm afraid it'll kill him and then darlene was talking about well my husband's dead and you were about some formula i was like what a buzzkill <laughs>
0: right it's like all of a sudden it went from talking about breathing and everything else and it turned into like an aa meeting or something like that which is like the total opposite of what they're doing yeah
1: yeah and then darlene (laughs) comes out and then slashes the woman's tire that talked about like uh formula killing her child or something because she's like oh i didn't mean to insult you she's like you didn't it's fine i'm like it's fine Who baby it's carries okay <laughs> a knife <laughs> and a stroller at the same time <laughs> and then she looked That's... straight at her and then she got in the car like and so
0: <laughs> yeah it's like yeah i did that <laughs> but i have no care in the world you did not mess with darlene though. no i
1: i do not
0: no and Darlene, I cannot get this. I do not like the character, and that's how great the actress actually is, because I do not like that character. I want her to die already.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, she did a really good job. I, <laughs> yeah.
0: She's someone that you should fear. Definitely someone that you should fear on Ozarks.
1: Definitely. It's kind of like Joffrey uh, Game of Thrones, how everybody hated him. And his, oh, I yeah. heard he was like the nicest guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Especially when we meet other people within that Game of Thrones universe and everything. It's like, okay, Joffrey was just the tip of the iceberg. We didn't meet the other douchebags from Game of Thrones yet. Yeah,
1: yeah. His career is kind of locked. In my opinion, Like if you do a villain so great that everybody hates that character, it would be hard to transition to other roles. For me, right, he'll be typecast. Yeah, because every right. time I see Michael Shannon, um, in something that's not sinister <laughs> and disturbing, I'm right. Know, what was that movie he was in? Was it called Special?
0: It was, I think it was special. Special homes special or? eight?
1: No. I anyway, don't know. he was in some movie about um space and his child.
0: Let's see, he was even in uh, The Shape of Water. He was in well, a bunch of a other stuff. <laughs> yeah. But even whenever he's not playing villainous roles, though, he still comes off as creepy. Yeah,
1: he does. I'm sure he's a lovely he guy, which I, now right. that we're talking about this, I have to follow him on Instagram. I have to <laughs> check on my celebrities, make sure they're okay. Right. Yes. Exactly. For their emotional. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, We call but... each other. <laughs>
0: But let's see here. Um what else do you like about the, um about the season though too? I know that that scene with Darlene was something that you really that you really uh, like. Yes, I
1: do. Um I like Ru- Ruth. The character Ruth in general. Yeah. Uh I know that actress has been on a, in a lot of movies, kind of like indie movies. Oh, okay. Um, it's so the did curls, a bit more research than I curls. did. I'm like, I've seen this chick somewhere. But, yeah, <laughs> she does a really good job. She's, like, tiny, but no nonsense. Um, and how she threw, whats its name off the casino boat?
0: Right. I thought that was great. I mean, just, she does have a lot of background. Yeah, for her to be as little as yeah, she is.
1: and then she ran the whole casino herself, and she's so smart right. and intelligent woman. But she also can be vulnerable as well. So I like that balance between the two. Well, sometimes it's not. Balance. I agree.
0: <laughs> I agree, though, because of the fact that she doesn't show her vulnerable yeah. side to a lot of people. You know what I mean? She's like a tough. She's a tough woman to actually uh, go up against. But
1: except up, Ben? Which is uh, Wendy's brother? Right. They start dating. Right. So I think those two together as a couple I like, but in general they have room to be vulnerable with each other, but also tough right. on the outside because of his
0: disability. Right, because of Ben's disability. Yeah, he's bipolar. Yeah. Did he right. take his
1: medicine again? <laughs> uh, I'm not
0: gonna get into spoiler. Oh. Territory we are already with that.
1: talking about spoilers. What are you talking about?
0: Well, you didn't oh, watch all okay. the season yet. Okay. Yeah, I can't spoil <laughs> that one for you.
1: Okay. What about but you?
0: When they introduced okay, when they introduce Ben, I wasn't sure where they were going. I even said this on my spoiler review too, because of the fact that I'm like, okay, is this part of the the female lawyer that's with them with the cartels, or is this Just something else that's going to be brought into later on. And then when you find out that it's Wendy's brother, I'm like, oh, okay, all right, I'll go with that.
1: Yeah, my favorite scene with Ben, because I I think I stopped before you called me on episode six. Okay, so you're almost done. You can talk up until episode six. (laughs) But yeah, when I saw the substitute teacher, which was Ben. And um I guess somebody sent this girl new pictures of herself. I'm trying to figure out what was on that I cell phone, but she was really upset about it. So be- Right, yeah. because they didn't right, because he didn't go into Pacifics with it. Yeah, at first I was like, Okay, you know, typical substitute teacher. Okay, I know you guys don't wanna <laughs> learn. And then he sees this girl upset and he takes her phone and he looks at it, and he's like, okay, who did this? And I'm like, okay, you know, typical. But then he gets the trash right. can. He's like, give me all your phones. I was like, what kind of teacher is this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like... You know what? At first, I was like, I was okay with him taking the cell phones. I'm like, okay, finally a teacher that's going to put the end to bullying and calling them out on it. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm okay then, with that.
1: Then he when he goes in and- the shredder, I was like, "Wait." Well, hey. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that went to the extreme, and then he punches the gardener, who's actually doing the shredding, outside.
1: I'm like, okay, what's this guy's deal? Yeah, then we find out he wasn't on his medicine. <laughs> right, and he's yes, bipolar. but that is an awesome substitute teacher, like. <laughs> he looked like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> he wish he was Keanu Reeves. Okay, let's not talk about <laughs> this, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. How dare I talk yeah, about
0: your boyfriend? Thank you. Okay. So, <laughs> but what else stood out to you?
1: Um, Wendy just having these emotional talks with the cartel. Um, I forgot his name. The cartel leader. I yeah. know who you're
0: talking about. And it, right. It was kind of
1: awkward, I'm, but funny in a sense because he was like, hey, what's going on? I was like, what are they doing? He's like, are you, are you cooking dinner? <laughs> yes what, what are you cooking uh, you know pasta oh yeah I used to get pasta when I was a kid I was like is this like a dating app or <laughs> a dating app for yeah. hotels and it... <laughs> casino owners I'm like what is going on here it's like you know I had this dream oh tell me about it mm, okay yeah I'll tell right. you about it I was like what I don't understand, but okay.
0: And then it's all like a quick conversation though, too. It's like after he calls her and everything, that's it. Yeah. That's like the end of the conversation. And then he tells her, too, that he killed somebody. Mm. Remember he called her to let her know that he killed someone? Just to show how dangerous he he is.
1: I'm, I'm sure we can get deeper into that type of personality, <laughs> but right, we have to, so we don't have time,
0: <laughs> right? Okay, go into something else that uh,
1: oh, the other off stuff the that you like. That was a If she is a real therapist, and- <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was hilarious. <laughs> that was like when Anthony and I were talking about that. I was like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Wait until Wendy at least leaves.
1: Yeah. It's like as yeah, because soon- Marty. He like paid the therapist, uh, marriage therapist after um, their session, and gave her extra money. He was like, "Okay, so this time, just go a little bit harder on me because she kind of (laughs) suspects something." I was like, "Oh, (laughs) that that part." Yeah, and then um, Wendy was like, "Okay, so you know, just just let him know." Yeah, I'm right. I pay you extra. I'm like, okay. And then she got fed up. She's like, you know what? You both are bribing me. Right. (laughs) And then they tell all their people. And then they both.
0: Right. I'm like, you are so stupid. Now you're going to have to kill your psychiatrist.
1: You know, she said for a price, she'll be quiet.
0: Right. But you know what I'm saying, though? Like, even with that, though, you still have to kill her Mm, no matter what. I
1: always hate that. Because it's like, okay, I won't say anything. Just <laughs> give me some money. And they give you the money. And you're like, okay, I'm in the clear. And then it's like, pow, got shot. Right. Like, can you just give me the money and not shoot me? Because that would be great. Because <laughs> I really won't say anything. <laughs> yeah, oh, <well>. okay. <laughs> I mean, you, you give me some. But well, some people will, Yeah, though. but I'm not those people. So that's what someone would say if you, they took the yeah, money yeah <laughs> I'm not they can track me you know and they would be like oh, right. okay well it's been a year but, and she hasn't said anything
0: but what else did you like though too because I, I like to know what your perspective is
1: everybody knows mine oh, I want to okay. know yours um, I forgot the guy's yes. name but um, he was like a docile man and his wife was like Bitchy, um, and they were casino o- owners. The rival casino owners. Oh, yeah. I
0: know who you're talking about. They they weren't sure if they wanted to go into business yeah, with Wendy or and
1: not. Then, um, Junior, because I forgot his name. He like <laughs> planted some fireworks <laughs> on Wendy and Margie's boat, casino boat. Um, yeah, but yeah. So my. I don't know if I should say it's a favorite scene, but I was kind of rooting for the husband. Because <laughs> he just gets manipulated the way. You know, like, Marty manipulates him. Like, okay, you know, you gotta, you gotta grab your balls. You gotta stand up for yourself, you know? Right. Like, give me some money. <laughs> <And> you see,
0: <laughs> You see, I was going for Marty with that too, though, because of the simple fact is, he didn't want to go in with the cartel. He was telling his wife the whole entire yeah. time, this is a bad idea. So, I was on Marty's side with that. It's like, okay, we're already in with this casino. We don't need to be making any more noise than what we already are. And here she is doing the exact opposite of what Marty is telling her to do. And Marty didn't want to be a part of the casino thing either. On the second... Once the second Mm -hmm. season ended, he didn't want to be a part of the casino, remember? He wanted to be out of it. And then Wendy pushed him back in.
1: Yeah, I'm like, what does she have to prove? Like, I'm smarter than you? (laughs) That's basically oh, okay.
0: what it is. It's a power mm-hmm. trip, if you think about it. Because Marty was always the one who was in control of everything. Yeah,
1: and then once the cartel kidnapped Marty, and the cartel leader was like, okay, you guys sail for me, because I still have Marty. I'm not going to let him go. And they screwed that up. So it's kind of like you take Marty out of the picture, then everything falls apart.
0: Exactly. I think he wanted to see who was really in control
1: mm-hmm.
0: and who wasn't and if the, and who he can actually trust and do business with if he was to let Marty go.
1: Yeah, I him. mean, I know you saw the whole season, but his plan within a plan <laughs> of I'm going to right. get the informant, the FBI informant on our side <laughs> so it's like I'm playing her and now I'm playing a cartel guy but, I, but the main purpose is so that we can all get out of this safely as a family. I'm right. like, how are you going to pull right. this off? Because this FBI chick is smart. Yeah. And tough. And very keen. Like you can't no. flip that agent. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't know. If anybody can do it, it's Marty. So I don't know. Right.
0: But you have anything else uh, on that?
1: Yes. So in the first scene, when they were doing, um, they were doing some type of business deal, and one of the guys said, "Okay, if you know, I'll say yes if you can get Ario Speedwagon." (laughs) And then he got (laughs) Ario Speedwagon, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's interesting." (laughs) Right. And I never. (laughs) I never I thought knew that was an interesting he was on because he was like, you know, I agree to work with the feds. And I'm like, okay, so the whole time was he always planning to manipulate this federal agent? Or was he really trying to work with her to turn against the cartel?
0: That's true. I think he was trying to figure mm. out an angle properly on how. To- yeah. On what to do to make... But I think that's what it was. He was just trying to figure out an angle. Mm,
1: yeah. And what's the guy's name who I always call Junior? Yeah, it's some I forgot. long name. I need it. He's not... Because fr- it's I'm not fresh in my mind now <laughs> compared Costello, to where I was Junior. before. That's probably not his name. <laughs> yeah, Alright. But, uh, yeah, him and Ruby... needs. Need to just sleep together because I'm so sick of the tension they got going on. (laughs) Like they get close to each other's face and they bust each other's bones. And I'm like, just sleep together and get it off your chest.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just wait until you see what happens to Junior Uh, later on. Oh,
1: the character that plays quote-unquote Frank Costello (laughs) Junior. (laughs) <laughs> that we don't know his real name. <laughs> Just wait. He's, he played in uh, Power. That actor Just, played in Power. I can see him he playing did. a good role yeah. in
0: Power. To be honest with you, but I I've haven't seen, seen that show. So. Pieces,
1: but like my dad saw it, he loves it, and I was kind of getting into Power, but then I, I kind of got tired of the main character, like trying to find himself. You know, it's like I'm a club owner. I want to be legit. Right. I want to do this club thing, but I'm also a gangster. I killed this guy, but then I gotta <laughs> make sure that the we got a liquor license. Oh, it's a fight. I gotta right. hire a bodyguard, but then I gotta kill this guy. I'm so confused. I'm sleeping with an FBI agent who used to be my <laughs> college girlfriend. Mm, is she gonna find me out? I'm so confused. <laughs> Like I got tired of him. Just I was like, you, you're gonna have to pick one way or other. You're gonna be a business owner. You're gonna be a gangster, and that was the whole premise of the show. And people right. were talking, telling him that, and he was like, "Uh, well, I, I know. I'm just, I'm just trying to get it together." And I'm like, "We're telling you." <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's power in a
0: nutshell. <laughs> right. Okay.
1: A lot of sex. I don't know if anybody's into that. I <laughs> hear five minutes. Hey, boom. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> okay. Well, you can just space it out a little bit. But, uh. <laughs> yeah. I Give me a to little breather from the first scene. Jeez. Anyway, <laughs> the next one was when okay. Marty, the cartel guy, was like, okay, you know, we have red flags on the account. Our accounts are frozen. Um, do something about this, and Marty figured out and Marty figured out a way of how to unfreeze those red flag accounts for the cartel and put it in some kind of ghost spun um account but then yep. the, the whole time he was captured by the cartel, he had a flashback to his childhood, you know trying to figure out. A video game and how you can win at that game and the statistics of winning versus losing, and the angles. So, throughout his childhood, he's kind of been like this: had this strategic mind, like to figure out how things work and what angle can I take, right, to make this or yeah, to win. So, I th- I thought that was pretty good as well. But then when he helped him unfreeze the account, he was like, okay, all I want is a thank you. And the cartel guy just put his glasses on and was like, if you don't get out my face. <laughs> I was like, can you at least give him a thank you? I mean, that's, that seemed to be all he wants.
0: <laughs> right. And even he said, because, can you say thank you, Mother Effort? <laughs> can you? Can you say that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. But <laughs> Yeah, Darlene and Wendy fighting at the farmers market over Zeke who is their adopt they adopted the baby, Wendy and Marty. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I was like, okay, what's her angle here? Okay, she okay she, she gets hit. I think it's just a bump. I think it was just the bottom line that Wendy wanted the baby back. Yeah, kind of like, I can do this without my husband. Right, because I'm just as smart as him. right? (laughs) She has her ways, though, where she can play Dom. Like when the FBI agent came to her house, and the lady was like, you know, ma'am, I think your husband's been kidnapped by the cartel. And she was like, oh, no, he's in Kansas City. What are you talking about? I'm like, no, he's kidnapped. <laughs> mm, no, he'll be home tomorrow. I know. It. I can feel it. Thank you. Would you like a pretzel? You know. <laughs> she can kind of just do that right. dumb thing. Yeah. She's just all yeah, casual. Yeah. She knows how to get, yeah. get in the role. Enchanted, also, also yeah. And I like, too, that the kids are, but they yeah. figure out you know, what's going on. And it's, you know, Dad, I got a business proposition. Okay, I can help with security because I have a drone, which is not creepy at all for a teenage boy to have a drone. And I can do security, and I can let you know when the FBI (laughs) comes. It's like, uh, okay, shouldn't you be doing algebra? (laughs) Like.
0: Or a normal job. That's what Wendy said. Yeah, I was like, talking no, no, about like a normal
1: job. Business. Listen, listen. I can be security. <laughs> <laughs> but that little kid had it going on in the first season, though. That, but they have the kids doing a lot of stuff to see. Yeah, which they, is something they I like. Up and in the midst of all this craziness with their parents and the cartel you still have to incorporate them being teenagers and the problems that they have. Like the dumb kid of the lawyer who, oh, I like this guy. He's cute. Smoke pie. Oh, okay. I need to lose my virginity. (laughs) And I was like, oh. And then she's like, yeah, he's hot. Yeah, that lawyer's daughter. And this guy has guns and he's shooting them all around. She's like, You know, I just really need to lose my virginity, so I'm just gonna pass by that part where he has all these guns and shooting random people. Because I just, (laughs) this is a goal for me. This is my end goal. Like this is the end game. Right. Like I just, I just need to lose his virginity. (laughs) I cannot go back to Chicago a virgin. I just can't do it. Shut the borders down. They're gonna down. shut the borders down. Gonna be back in Chicago <laughs> if I do this. They're I gonna just set the can't state. Do this, you know? <laughs> so, oh boy, right. oh goodness. Yeah, yeah she went to I, the extreme. I was trying to figure out my high school experience if I've ever felt pressured. I know a lot of kids in my high school were just having sex around the school, but I can always time it. I was like, oh, it's summertime. Means they got freaky. <laughs> it's like summer and spring. Right. You know, like, a teacher walk in and they're running this train on this girl in the bathroom. And you're like, oh my goodness. So I'm I'm getting off topic. But anyway. <laughs> it's, <okay. Yeah. laughs> it's all good. Uh so. Oh, so the twist of was Darlene there anything else and Wayne. Getting together, I was like, What? Yeah, <laughs> that made me
0: sick. I'm gonna be honest with you, and it also made me uncomfortable. Don't get me wrong, the, I can actually handle Ruth and Ben's relationship mm. better than I can them.
1: So, in some, so uh, you know, another a devil's advocate moment <laughs> would be that an older woman can't kill a younger man. <laughs>
0: Not that <laughs> young. That's, That's the- <laughs> the- at least actually Kutcher was at least halfway. No. You know what I'm saying? I mean Moore wasn't as old as Darlene was. Uh, I'm Kutcher's just saying.
1: <laughs>
0: well, either way <laughs> it goes, <laughs> it's like it made me feel uncom- <laughs> uncomfortable with that. Uh, with that scene, it also made me co- feel uncomfortable with. Ruth, yeah, Ruth as well with Ben but I can actually accept that a little bit better than I can that uh, with Darlene it's just that creepiness of Darlene yeah. and how yeah. bad she That's is true. and how she has a motive yeah. for every yeah. single Stay thing that she baby, does
1: grow some poppies in the field um, sleep with this right. young boy feel my oats, feel my roots <laughs> yep, I'm back Boots. I still got yep. it going on. Yeah, pretty much. It's Darlene.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: All right, so. <laughs> but, uh. uh yes, yeah, there's one right. scene where Ben was talking to Rudy. Ruby. Ru. Where did I get Rudy Ruth. from? Yeah, Ruth. This yeah. Is it a Cosby show? I don't know. Just like Frank <laughs> Costello <laughs> Character names now. <laughs> it's like I got mixed up with like Goodfellas in my mind and it crossed over with Ozark. Right. <laughs> okay, thank you. Ruth. It's all good. Ruth, right. You're welcome. Okay, good. I probably still right. call her Ruby, but you know, we just gonna let the show keep going. <laughs> but yeah, when okay. she told um being that his family did not force her into this life of crime. She's been this way. Kind of like I woke up like this because I've always been doing shady stuff. Um, And then fast forward right. to my favorite line where he's like, I think you're spectacular. Here's a burrito. And I was like, man, if she does not husband him up, I don't know what it's going She was like, I don't like burritos. I like French toast. I was like, whoa. Then he came back with French toast. I was like, oh, mm, keep toast. it. <laughs> Man, bipolar, he still knows how to treat a lady right. <laughs> exactly. He may be crazy with everybody else but he definitely knows how to treat a woman. You know, and uh, Wendy was like, you know, either have him get on his meds or, you know, break up with him. That's what she told Ruth Right,
0: like she's a teenager and not a a like not a grown woman a teenager. And everything. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, she isn't what I'm basically saying is she's a grown oh, woman, but yeah. Wendy's treating her like a teenager. Yeah. If you don't, if, <laughs> well, you can't see my brother if you don't
1: take his medicine or break up with him. I was like, mm, mm, isn't he a grown man? Can he take his own medicine? Do I have to force? Okay, I mean, you know, sure, this is husband material. Honey, did you take your medicine? (laughs) Well, even Ruth, even Ruthie said the same thing. Though he's a grown ass man. Did you take your medicine? Because I'm not going nowhere. Because you know you brought me like a burrito and some French toast. So this is this is for life. (laughs) So so we're good. (laughs) 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 Let's see. Trying to see. Oh. Yeah, back to my previous point with the pushover husband and his bitchy wife where she got all in his face was like, I should have married your brother because he's a businessman and he knows how to do business. You know. And then he accidentally pushed her which maybe it was an accident. I don't know. I feel like he's been pinning that up inside for how many years they've been married. And then she falls down the hill into the lake and dies. And he's like, Oh crap. <laughs> what am I supposed to do now? I'm like oh. <laughs> Yeah, he did. But I guess all sudden the he's casino like, yeah, over. Right. <laughs> it is what it is. Right. He did. <laughs> Start my life over. <laughs> <laughs> isn't God great? <laughs> <laughs> Not getting straight down with you, <laughs> it's like, I'm right? That's basically what it was. It's like when well, she actually she lost her balance, but yeah, because it was a giant log, and he kind of like just flailed his arms around, and then she didn't see the log, and she tripped over it and rolled down. I mean, at that point, when she was rolling, what can you do? You want me to roll down the hill with you? Right. No. <laughs> right. This is your fault. You're dead. You're clumsy. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like no, I got the high I mean, ground. It's not my fault I I at the funeral, but this is pretty much your fault. <laughs> right. Yes, and I think so exactly. far that's what I have. Probably, I'm probably in the middle of season seven. Okay But yeah, yeah. Well, I just put it out there. Season seven, (laughs) Ozark season seven. Remember, I said that. I said it here first.
0: (laughs) All right. Um. So I'm gonna go on ahead and get into some movie news real quick, and then I'm gonna drop into my non-spoiler review for
1: Hmm. um.
0: the way back with Ben Affleck. Oh,
1: okay. Because
0: I rented that last night. And then
1: okay, we'll go on ahead and do Let's our do. spoiler
0: review for Hunters. All right. And I'm not yeah, going to go because, that long yeah, with the uh, movie news either. <laughs> <laughs> right? So like, well, we had enough of that. We're yeah, glad that you're having fun, but we're going to cut you off. <laughs> All right. So basically, I don't know if you remember hearing rumblings about a sequel to the Goonies or anything like that. Well, over the years and everything, they've been talking about wanting to do another Goonies sequel. And basically they've been talking back and forth and everything. And basically they could never come up with an agreement or anything like that on what they wanted to do or the direction, but they actually were talking about doing it. And Matter of fact, today they actually had Hmm. um, a reunion. Oh, okay. With the cast of the Goonies, and Adam F. Goldberg um, put on Twitter today. He said he's secretly writing a part two to the Goonies. It's my masterpiece. I even had a big meeting with Richard Donner, which was canceled because of the lockdown. So I'm happy and want. And matter of fact, they were actually going to make a. TV series out of it for a sequel. But it seems like now they want to go mm. with back to doing a movie right now. And for a sequel, I'm okay with it if they actually mm-hmm. incorporate maybe the grandchildren doing their own thing and going in that direction rather than the adults going on an adventure again. Because I because don't forget, it was solely purposely done for the kids going on their own adventure and doing their things and the parents kind of taking the step back a little bit and letting them do their adventure yeah
1: like most it was never really about the parents really about the parents anyway
0: right and basically we have stranger things that does that and everything so really you know that's today's version of what the goonies is but i wouldn't mind seeing
1: another goonies movie whether it comes out on Netflix world? or the theaters, you're going to have the fans come out to see it as well um, and their children. So I think it's got to be a win-win either way. Right.
0: I think so too, because I'm a big fan of the Goonies. I've loved the Goonies. And, you know, I've, I've always liked that Movie and everything, Steven Spielberg did definitely did a good job during its time in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. It didn't what age mean, well, like the, but it's definitely the a good movie.
1: Uphold the quality.
0: No, like if you go back and if mm-hmm. you right, if you don't go, if you go back and watch it now, you can definitely tell that movie did not mm-hmm. age well, especially in a 2020 type world that we live in.
1: You can definitely well, tell there yeah, are some things that are definitely I guess, outdated. You know, if you're um because it's a cult movie but, right yeah so i guess if you're just it's a cult into classic. the nostalgia yeah. of it all then you can bypass over your 2020 mindset you can go into like the 1980s like i still exactly. watch the indiana jones films and the guy with his face melted off i'm like this is same ridiculous here. But it's still good. It still holds up. Some of those 80s movies right. and now probably the next Rick. episode. They hold up better than the movies today. Like yep. I don't know if it was because of the budget I... and you had to stretch your imagination further before CGI
0: Well, they had to do a lot of practical effects during that time too. So maybe some of that effects also had something to do with it because of this, because of the fact mm. that it was a uh, nothing to do with CGI.
1: Yeah, pre. But it was rather Bay.
0: with uh, practical effects instead. <laughs> right. But yeah, I'm I'm actually excited for a second Goonies movie. I can't yeah. wait to see yeah. if this thing's It'll actually going to get off the ground or not. And let's see here. HBO Mm. acquired the rights for Hellraiser (laughs) for a TV series. And Dan Fora is the producer on it. He actually did Ready Player One. So, I mean, I like the fact that, you know, we have someone that's actually did, did a good job producing the film for Ready Player One, and he's actually producing Hellraiser. So I'm okay with that. It's just that, you know, I mentioned this on my other episode everything when I did it solo was the fact that, you know, they were actually talking about rebooting Hellraiser into a movie. I was like, well, it's going to kind of be hard to actually introduce Hellraiser in a 2020 type of world, especially the world that we live in. But if they do it in a TV series fashion, I think it would be a whole lot better and it would be more beneficial that mean, way rather than a movie. I,
1: now. I vaguely remember Hellraiser. I think when I got introduced to Freddy Cougar, I just was like, I can't do any more of this. <laughs> right. But, um, I mean, Aliens, you know, the <laughs> Alien franchise was still going on. I think they finally stopped. Right. Um, but, but that was still going on, and that kind of translated in the yeah. 2000s. Mid 2000s, or whatever you want to say. So I think there's a chance for it. Of course, the fans right. of the movie... Would we'll do, will come out in droves just to see it. Um, but it would be nice if it could just be right. like a Netflix presents Hellraiser.
0: Oh. First, well, HBO acquired the rights, so now it's actually part of, yeah, it's actually going to be part of probably the HBO mm. uh, okay. Max app, probably now.
1: Mm, elitist app got it so
0: that's yeah. what's gonna happen <laughs> with that right <laughs> because it's supposed to be released hmm. next okay. uh, month that's a crazy. matter of fact
1: yeah it's like tomorrow
0: <laughs> so yep i think it's like
1: okay
0: <laughs> well yeah. not exactly tomorrow but it might as well say tomorrow though if you think about it um and now we actually have another thing that i want to talk about too is David Koepp, if I'm butchering it, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but this movie's called Cold Storage. And the story follows a Pentagon bio-terror operative, Robert Diaz, as he is sent to investigate a suspected biochemical uh, attack. But once he arrives, he finds himself far worse, a highly motive, motive organi- organism capable of extinction and level of destruction after containing it and burying in it an old storage beneath a rarely used military respiratory uh, that, was actually, um, that was actually left for decades. The specimen has escaped in lethal mm. eating frenzy that only Diaz can stop.
1: Uh, that sounds so what like do you think mouthful. about that? <laughs> for like that a little sci-fi art. Like, it's very complicated <laughs> to wrap my brain around. <laughs>
0: I like the fact that they're using like an ex-military base and it's deep within that underground military base and everything. And it's something that's actually kind of dark that actually lurks in the shadows kind of feel to it to where they have this organism Hmm. that actually can kill you if it's released and it happened to be released and it's up to Diaz because he actually knows the creature more than anybody else does to try and take this thing down. So I love that little mystery aspect to it. Not necessarily because mm-hmm. of the fact that it's a based in a military compound deep within the base itself, mm-hmm. and it takes so it's takes place like on Earth rather than in space. Got it. In a sense, <laughs> kind of, I guess. <laughs> but I'm excited for it. I think I, I'm yeah, going to be I, geeked out over
1: it once I actually see what it's actually um, going to look yeah, like. Yeah, but I like I the premise. My, my mind around that premise, but you know, I'm, I don't see it. I like alien movies. Uh, which right. I'm surprised that I like them because aliens creep me out. But I know they're listening to our show. So please don't probe right. us because we think you're great.
0: <laughs> All right. But uh, mm. as a matter of fact, the same director who is doing mm. Jurassic World. Is actually directing this movie.
1: Mm, it depends on who you so ask. So these mean with high Jurassic World is kind of split down the middle. Like I like it. But it's two people. All right.
0: I like it. I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well we're two out of a million. But get this though. I haven't. Get this. I don't understand the hate for Jurassic World. Because I remember everyone loving it. It was until the time mm-hmm. of the, after it was released and was on that Blu-ray when people started eating. I
1: guess that's something you have to go into further.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Because that's something I just don't understand because I saw the movie twice and I loved it. Because the park is finally opened. It, it was something that we haven't gotten a chance to see in the first two films of Jurassic World. Yeah. So it was like a reintroduction to Jurassic Park. So, you know, I love that aspect to it. But I'm all excited for this, though. If this director can actually do what he did with Jurassic World,
1: now, I can see up. what he can do with this do one. Do you think there should be another Jurassic World? There um, is actually going to be another Jurassic authors, World movie right now.
0: Books, They're actually filming so. it. It's Right. But yeah, they're actually making another one. And oh. it's going to have all the original cast from the first. I
1: totally one. blanked out. I'm like, of course. Sam Neill is come back. And the all one that. with, um, uh, what's his name? Dallas Bryce Page. <laughs> I don't know why I'd like totally blanked out of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. It's okay. Hey, you're good.
0: Uh-huh. You're welcome.
1: Okay, but
0: cool. I'm going to drop down into my review for The Way Back. Yes,
1: I will. I pretend like And I'm you can ask me
0: questions this. if you want to. Because okay. i would like... Okay.
1: Okay, so I
0: watched The Way Back. And I have to say, I really loved what they did with Ben Affleck. And I can understand why he actually chose mm-hmm. that movie. Because of the fact that he was going through alcohol addiction. And you can definitely tell, you can definitely tell that this movie will weigh heavy on you by the time that you're done watching this film because you're rooting for him to do better than what he is because he's actually in a dark place at the very beginning of this film. When Mm -hmm. this character is going through drinking problems, he's going through drinking problems. Like He actually has to have a beer while he's showering. There's actually a beer holder in the shower with him and he's drinking his beer while he's showering. Then he's drinking um, when he's driving. He's drinking whenever he's on the construction site. He's, he's drinking uh, at the bar. And he's even, whenever he leaves the bar, he actually has to get somebody to take him home and tuck him in and everything. And then, get this, he has maybe over 90-something things. Uh, cans of beer. That's just an exaggeration. But he drinks every single one mm-hmm. of them the next night and passes out. And then what I like about this, though, is Mm -hmm. then the school that he graduates from, because this is where the plot actually happens, the school that he graduates from calls him up. It's a Catholic school and tells him, hey, look, we have an opening for you to be a basketball coach. We haven't won a single game since you were in this high school and everything when you played basketball and we want you to come back. And That's also when the drinking starts happening, too, because he's like, I don't want to go ahead and be a basketball coach. I don't know. I don't want to do this. I'm going to have to call him up and say no. And then it's like a back and forth thing in his mind where he's like debating if he should do it or not. And then also, too, he goes over (laughs) to his sister's house for Thanksgiving. He's drinking there. (laughs) Yeah. It's like every single time you turn around, Ben is drinking. And it goes through the extreme of how much mm. he's actually drinking and taking in. And, you know, I loved what uh, the school is trying to do to him. Like, they're trying to shape him and mold him into this uh, coach where he's actually try- trying to do what? better for himself. And he can't cuss. They have a no cussing policy. Yeah. <laughs> And you're just seeing him on the basketball court when he's coaching. He goes, "Oh, that's bullshit." Da 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 da. You, are you guys wow. look Dude, feel feel like down in your boxers? <laughs> Tell me if you have balls or not, because it seems like you don't. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> he was telling that to the basketball team. I'm like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Dude," <laughs> like, and then he's cussing, and then he's on the bus. And everything, and he's the guy, the Mm. assistant coach, he's like, look, you're not going to have to slow down on the drinking and everything. Yeah. uh, Because I've seen beer cans. He goes,
1: "Yeah, those are just empty cans.
0: I didn't drink. Don't (laughs) judge me. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But I love this other part, though, too, is where the team starts looking up to him. And you can definitely mm-hmm. tell he's actually starting to change a little bit because the basketball mm-hmm. team starting mm-hmm. to change him. Kind of like the Cantor Reeves movie, Hardball. And I really love that aspect where there's some darkness, but there's also some light too, that's coming into him. So I love that aspect. And then when he's cussing on the court and he, and he goes, you got to be fucking kidding me, ref. And then the, <laughs> the priest or the <laughs> assistant coach is just looking and goes, I'm working on it.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: And the coach is just looking at it and goes, Well, work harder. <laughs> but, you know, I have to say, The Wayback is definitely a great movie. It's definitely fantastic. I, I mean, it. by the time you're done with this movie, you're going to be wore out from just the heartstrings and the heavy mm. load that it'll take with you by the time you reach the end of this film. And I love the whole entire aspect where the kids are even looking up to him as a role model. And you. All, there's also a part two that I find that's funny where the kid's knocking on the door. He goes, hey, coach, I want to be back on the team. He goes, no, you're off the team. You can't come back. And he goes, that's <laughs> bullshit, coach. And he goes, excuse me, but there's a no cussing policy. Really? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like all of a sudden he does like a whole 360. I'm like, wait. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just got that casting not too long ago, <laughs> so yeah, know, I have like to say like it's Coach really Carter. good. But do you have any questions for me?
1: And the other one, it does. Like <laughs> it really Park. does sound like Coach Carter, and especially with another basketball movie and another one. So my question is, how is it yeah. different besides he's in a Catholic <laughs> school? Oh, and the it's other one, different. <laughs>
0: All I'm going to tell you is it doesn't end the... Mm. I'm going to tell you this. It's not going to end the way you want it to end. Oh, okay. You're rooting for him. No, not that. I'm telling you, Mm -hmm, but there's something in there where I'm not going to get into spoiler territory, Mm. but it doesn't end on a high note for Ben, per se. Like, there's a bunch of stuff that actually happens, good stuff that actually happens, but as for the stuff okay. that happens on the basketball court and uh, everything I else you just going to watch. I guess I'll give it a shot. <laughs> and of course and I'm telling you it's really good and also too it tell, goes into the explanation of why he's drinking. And I'm not going to get into spoiler territory with that. Okay. Because there's a lot of stuff that actually happens to why he's drinking. And that's also including with his friend's kid that winds up getting a virus. Uh, and oh, okay. he starts hemorrhaging oh, inside the hospital. And it, and it brings back flashbacks oh, to triggers. a certain event in his life. And he winds up drinking again. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just letting you know, there is triggers in this movie. It'll leave you heartbroken. It'll mm-hmm. leave you laughing. It'll be telling you, dude,
1: just shut up. My sister probably watches it. <laughs> Um, I mean, she it, likes the really but she also likes the town. So well of course it is. You're from Boston, so <laughs> I love the town. The town is one of my favorite. <laughs> Who doesn't like the town? Gee, from I see how that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But yeah, that was my only question. True. And um I guess I check it out to see how different it is. Okay. Okay.
0: It is brutal. I mean, it is really good on what how he plays it, and I know that has to be hard on him too because he actually has to open up
1: beer cans mm-hmm. and it has, yeah. it has to drink fake yeah. beer. Like his beer so cans, has to but take it's a toll probably like him. Dr Pepper. <laughs> <I'm... Yeah. laughs> right. Aside, or root beer no, I was, or A&W um,
0: root beer I just Bruce randomly root beer.
1: thought about okay you know how in all the movies people smoke right and I I was like okay are they really smoking I, it can't right. be you know so I read this article that they were they're using like um, herbal type of not cigarettes in the sense but it's something that's not cigarettes where you can smoke it yeah where you can smoke it and right it's know, like fake the smoke uh, come out there cuz some of these actors you know their characters be smoking real hard like a dragon <laughs> right
0: <What? laughs> right yeah. you can definitely tell like one after another out of a pack of cigarettes of cigarettes and you're wondering and um, you know what I always wonder that too but I've, yeah, and I remember mad, researching man, it but I forgot what it was I'm
1: glad minutes. that you actually did that I'm like oh my goodness poor John Hale I was like how many cigarettes is he? how <laughs> is many true. old fashions do you have to towel? <laughs> just go home to your wife <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, no, uh, we can actually go
0: into our hunters uh, review if you
1: want Okay. Because yeah, finally. Because
0: I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> I really enjoyed Hunters a lot. Okay. <laughs> I got sidetracked with Ozark <laughs> and other stuff. But I lo- what I love about this thing was the fact that if you guys are, don't know what the hundred, Hunters is about. It's about these Jewish people hunting down Nazis after the whole entire war that happened in World War II. And they're seeking revenge on the Nazis. Because they're living in the United States. So that's what the premise is actually about. After the the concentration camps and everything. They decide to get revenge on the Nazis. And. Right. Right. And I want to go into this. The start of the show. Mm -hmm. And everything. Is is what's going to hook you. yeah, Because that's what hooked me. I was like. Okay, it starts off with a family barbecue. And then all of a sudden, this Jewish woman recognizes one of the Nazis that's living in the United States. And all of a sudden, she goes, Nazi, Nazi, Nazi. And all of a sudden, the guy is talking Southern. And then all of a sudden, he shoots everybody inside the pool, his whole entire family. And yeah. he's the only one that's still alive. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Because I was not expecting that. That's just like me watching The Boys for the very first time. I was not expecting that opening scene the way it was. And that's the same thing that happened with Hunters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden
1: he starts talking Nazi, talk, talking yeah, German. It, I'm
0: like, oh I'm my God, the woman was not crazy. Away,
1: so he was a pretty good shot because <laughs> he pretty much took out the whole barbecue party. And the people in right. the pool. I was like, not the people in the pool. Dang. <laughs> Did Ooh. he ever finish cooking the burgers? That's my thing. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was I'm more worried about what was going to happen to the woman. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, so about what about the burger stuff? I'm like, can you just get that piece of blood <laughs> off my meat? Thanks. <laughs> to step over you. You don't need this burger <laughs> anymore.
0: You know what would have been a lot darker if he did if wind up getting a burger out and that. just sat down after he, he killed sit, everybody and started well, oh, eating a burger.
1: Shit. And then it'll go into you know the <laughs> intro.
0: That would be dark.
1: <laughs> right? And yeah. then
0: not Let me whale. just tell you this. Jonah is probably one of my favorite <laughs> characters in the show besides Sister Harriet.
1: Jonah minus the right. whale. Got it. <laughs> right, right.
0: Jonah, nah. Wrong one. But I I love Jonah and his friends because they actually represent us as geeks in the geek culture where they're reading comic books, watching Star Wars and rep- and basically they're what they're doing is they're actually talking about their favorite uh, comic book characters and how they relate to their favorite comic book characters and how wish how they wish they could be superheroes and everything. And I love that whole entire aspect to show some light with Jonah. And even though he's going to be selling weed in a couple of scenes to try and get some money, but, you know... I really have to say I really like Jonah's character in the story arc because he starts off really wimpy, and by the end of the season,
1: yeah, I, he has a I like really he gets well, really strong. Um, about him, like how his character transforms, you know, and he also finds his place in the whole underground Nazi fighting society as a cold breaker. So it's like that's his superpower, and it's since they they, because I thought when right. I first saw. Haunters outside, a graphic novel, and if it's not, it should be. Yeah, right, spot, especially about spot. how they introduce yeah. each character in that elevator. And, uh, my favorite, I tell you, it was With the, the Jewish Sp- couple.
0: Um, right, the Jewish couple was my favorite, though, too. In all honesty, Maury and I uh, forgot the yeah, wife's name. No, but not Sister is a double agent. But Sister Harry was my favorite. And so was the actor.
1: But did you see the Actually, I don't part think she was. She I think it was just her trying room, to play that and then other she's guy. She's from German. And, and then she's like, I'm coming home. Well,
0: I think it was. Well, don't forget, though. At the very end of that episode, she tells Jonah that maybe we should stop. Um, yeah, so she
1: can trap fighting over in this. the United States
0: and start <laughs> focusing in other countries. Double agent! I don't trust
1: her. She betrayed me. <laughs> All right. I, um, I think I don't know what kind of guy she's with. <laughs> she's a woman of God. I'm going to trust Sister Cariani. That's who she's
0: with. <laughs> but. But I love how Roxy's character is introduced. I love how the actor Oh that yeah. they uh, uh, I love the actor I though. Forgot the actor guy who plays the actor.
1: Too. He's like a Jewish uh, B it, what would we call it? B C movie actor? The the
0: Yeah. By B list actor. But but yeah, I definitely love his character, especially the part where they're mm-hmm. at that uh, Nazi bank. And then I'm thinking he died. And then all of a sudden the Jewish woman goes and says, oh, no, Sister Harry goes, alright, insane," And all of a sudden he spits
1: out the That's little bottle of blood and he comes back. I'm like, okay, I'm fine. <laughs> She's a Nazi in the non-outfit. Well, I was
0: having more of a heart attack because I...
1: It's like, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I was... Just...
0: Yeah. <laughs> but the name of the woman that you're thinking of that's oh, actually okay. the
1: couple. Okay. Oh, is... that's so sweet. Her, name,
0: uh, her character yeah. name was Mindy.
1: Yeah. And Maury is the uh, The rabbi husband. is trying to force him to so even <laughs> die. He's like, mm, I came from the Holocaust, bro. <laughs> right.
0: Right. And the actor, the guy, the characters uh, that plays the actor, oh, which yeah, is the actor, right. well, the character, his <laughs> name he is Lonnie Flash. And
1: one boy's like, that Lonnie Flash. He's like, yep.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> and he got like the big head when somebody finally recognized him, too,
1: Mm-mm.
0: and everything. No, and then not. some other guy recognized him and goes, no, not on this day. It's not a good day. <laughs> nope. But also, like the what Al Pacino's character was at first, I'm like, okay, is this guy getting revenge for himself? Because remember, he said mm-hmm. whenever Jonah's grandmother died. Because don't forget, this actually starts off as a revenge story just for Jonah. He had no idea that Hunters was even going around. But remember yeah. when Al Pacino says, "Are you doing this for you, or you for your grandmother?" And that part right there was making me question his own motives. Because if you think about it, some of the stuff he was doing made it seem like that he was doing it for himself rather than doing it for the hunters yeah. and everything else.
1: Yeah, yeah. He if was. you actually look at it like that. I mean, it was, like you said, it was revenge for his grandma I mean, who he <laughs> throughout this, the episodes, he finds out that his grandma was part of a Nazi fighting organization. Because um, his grandma died because one of the what you call Nazi right. Nazis broke into her house. Yeah. And then she was like, What are you doing yeah, here? The Nazi you know, toy killed her right. basically. Um and that's how he kinda got slowly got introduced to Al Pacino's character. Right. Um, and then the whole Nazi organization underground. Right.
0: Right. And that's also too how he winded up tracking down. Like when he
1: was in the uh, basement with the guy with a toy salesman, um tied him up and he was throwing darts at his chest. I was like, Oh, Actually, if that's not torture, I, like, oh. I don't
0: know what is it. Oh. That's like extreme and I was like, torture. Please,
1: somebody stop this. <laughs> and I was
0: hoping, <laughs> right? And then the thing that made me sad was at the funeral with Jonah, though. When his grandmother died, it was like, "Well, sorry, but this is for relatives only." Well, I'll just <laughs> go on ahead and dig up the other relatives yeah. that died. Basically, that's what Jonah said. I'm just paraphrasing. But I'll just go on ahead and dig up all the relatives and everything and let them sit here. But you know what? The, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. So I'm going to sit the, there
1: sit, the movie, Uh sit well, here for all of them. The series, it kind of had like a um, oh, what's that casino movie? Ocean's 12. It kind of had like an Ocean's 12 ensemble vibe to it. Mixed with like a, a Marvel movie. <laughs> like it Avengers, did. It definitely did. Ocean Twelve, uh, World War Two history, <laughs> like everything you can put in this, and then um, Key, no, Peel, right. Jordan Peel, he executive produced it, and I like the the take they have on it because yep. it's like they're giving the audience background of how these Nazis came into the United States, and from looking at the series, you would think. Mm, this is a good script. I like how right. imaginative they are. But then it's like... Right. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Especially... Right. Especially in the Holocaust yeah, camps and one stuff scene
1: like that. Especially read, um, during the camps and like stuff a, like that with the Nazis. The Jewish Times or one of those Jewish articles, they they didn't have a problem so much with the um, the series. But it was just this one scene where they had the um, uh, prisoners playing like human chess. They said, yeah, it's like that's a problem because that didn't really happen.
0: Oh, like, yeah, I could see how that would be a problem. Accurate
1: when they depict the Holocaust. Right.
0: Right, I can actually understand that, and I understand uh, how that could well, be over the
1: top. Yeah, you know, I mean, even I thought that was okay. You know, that's a little too the far fetched. Back then, <laughs> were and was to evil bastards. So I'm kind of like, how do we not know that they play human chess? Right. Because they, they just wanted to torture True. and tear these people down. Right.
0: Right, and how do we know, too, this is going back on what you were saying, how do we know if that yeah. German paper wasn't trying to cover up yeah. what actually did happen? And I
1: think uh, um, the really By telling messed them up to do part it. about all this is that I'm learning German this summer. That's just for example. <laughs> <laughs> Guten Tag. <time.
0: laughs> <laughs> Freaking Deutsch. Yep. That's Tokes. the only word that I can say in uh, German. <laughs> <laughs> I say freaking doy doyage. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I really loved what they did because they actually did go to the extreme of how mm, they were actually yeah. tortured in that camp. And they were getting Jewish yeah, people to do the tattoos.
1: And, like, it, the, the whole time I was looking. Right which so, is really messed up. Uh, when I first saw Hunters. It, I was going through the internet trying to find credible sources. Like, this is this for real? Because the, the way they introduce, like, okay, then how did these Nazis get here? It's like they answer all your questions, you know. And it's like, oh, NASA. Yeah, NASA wanted German scientists. Exactly. So. And because of the government. Yeah. Right.
0: Which makes sense.
1: Yeah, Because were, if you uh, think about it, they were Russia,
0: all in a competition to, to try and see who Russia. can get yeah. to the moon first. Right. Right. So what better way to try and do that even though Russia was like actually the first person to do that, but what better way to do yeah, that is to, use their, too, um, to use their um Russia was own sources the US today. and
1: England fight the Nazis. Right. So that was that was kind of fucked up. But anyway, yay, America. Right. <laughs> and then it's kind of weird. because It was. Like, um, but. Nazi scientists. <laughs> they're but. in the U.S. Right. And one is in Alabama. And they changed their names. And you're like, oh, there's these southern diplomats. It's like they're infiltrated deep into the system of the government. Just waiting for their time right. to attack.
0: Right, and that's that.
1: Not... Exactly, yeah. And that's that's that, that character in policies. Uh, um, Biff was like actually Nicolae, one of those characters, Carter, the one at the very beginning. Changing policies, with and then South America, something with South America.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And then there's also some other Mm -hmm. stuff that actually happened, too, where I actually have to say the writing was really good on was the fact that in the uh, camp, because I actually have to talk about the camp, too, besides the 1970s, but remember whenever they were, um, they had this one person that uh, was shooting someone because of the fact they didn't like a certain, because it was a Jewish song. I do know for a fact that's actually kind of accurate because I know there were certain songs that...
1: that Hello? Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? So
0: that part is actually kind of accurate. If you actually watch the movie Swing Kids
1: Hmm,
0: with Christian Bale, it actually has a little bit of that kind of flavor to it.
1: Oh, okay. Hmm, I I don't know if you ever saw that. No, I haven't. I, yeah, um, I like Jewish history. Um, even though you have to go through that our horrific time period where they were tortured. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's kind of weird. It's kind of like it's difficult to talk about. But with hunters, they kind of give you some breathing room where you can discuss it, like we are. Right
0: but uh, let's see What um, another thing that I really enjoyed was the fact that you know Jonah actually felt liable for his friend that died when he got shot in the back by that one other Nazi that guy that guy was scary he was like Term- Terminator level yeah, was scary.
1: yeah he was cause he was, he was like shooting at them and then singing um, I forgot what song he was singing. But who yeah. does that? <laughs> who, who is singing a song and shooting at people at the same time?
0: Well, another thing too was he also killed somebody else that he was working with and he was singing, ah, put your head on my yeah, shoulder. Yeah,
1: because he was American,
0: right? He's, he was American mm. born, yep. And he decided to join the yeah, Nazis. Yeah, and
1: the the people he shot were Nazis. Because, uh, not because they were Nazis, but it was like an ego thing. You know, like, we can kill these Jewish people faster than you can.
0: Right. We'll see. And then, let's see here. What else do I want to talk about? Because this there's a lot of depth to this uh, yeah, whole entire yes. season. And another thing I liked was the fact that it's the 1970s, and you know, the FBI agent's trying to hide who her partner is Mm. and stuff like that because she's actually a lesbian. It just goes to show you how different those times were back in the 1970s compared to now. Yeah, it
1: does. Yeah, and then just, I don't know why I was shocked, but just the racial slurs against Jewish people in the 70s, I'm like, wow, they still do this? (laughs) But, uh, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I... I would kill some Nazis too, you know. <laughs> Probably gonna get a lot of letters, but I'm sorry people. But you know.
0: <laughs> and then um another thing too was by the time you get done and with the reveal with Al Pacino's character. Which is something that I was not mm, expecting. I wasn't either. Yeah. You know. I wasn't expecting that reveal. But at the same time though, it goes back to what I was saying was was he doing it for his reasons or was he doing it for the fa- for the hunt mm. and I get the fact that he was ashamed of what he did in his past, you know because he even said yeah. that right so basically he was getting he was doing he was getting the Jews to still do things that um to work for a Nazi, basically.
1: Oh, I didn't see it that way, but yeah. Yeah, he um, he um, impersonated Jonah's grandfather um, and then he he was just going through these flashback scenes. You know, we go through these flashback scenes and we're thinking it's him. And he was like, it's this one German officer I have to get crossed off my list and he's called the Wolf. And I I think he was some sadistic surgeon or doctor and uh yeah it was a yeah was a doctor. And, and uh you know he's like okay i gotta get him crossed off my list and then when we thought that he got the wolf um it turns out that al pacino's character was the wolf and he was uh, taking on the persona of the granddad who he killed and that just like really fucked me up i was like what is going on right now and then he was just telling him it's
0: like everything that I was taught he was was like but we
1: killed Nazis he's like you don't get to take on the persona of somebody else that's not your story he's like but we killed Nazis see I'm redeemed (laughs) it's like uh and I knew something there were little hints here and there you know like when he was uh, Jonah had a cut on his arm and he sewed it up perfectly Like, when you know the end result, then you can look back and go, "Mm, that's a clue, you know. He can can surgically sew up a wound perfectly. Okay, that's a clue, you know. And then when he was going to, when they were going to interrogate and kill one of the Nazi women, and she looked at Al Pacino's character and said, I know who you are. And then he shot her. I'm like, wait a minute, that was kind of weird. But I, I was like, okay, maybe he just really hates Nazis, <laughs> right? Dang. And I was really sad when Um Zimori when he died. Yeah, Maury. I was really sad because I wanted those two back together, you know, kicking ass together, taking on the world. And he died basically sacrificed himself um, because one of the Nazi guys put a bomb on the train, like the New York train. So he sacrificed right. himself and got everybody off the train and he just rode the train and he saw his son who got killed in the Nazi camps. Um, he saw a vision of his son saying, hey, I'm ready. you ready to come home with me. So he was like, yeah, and and I think he made peace with his maker at that time too. Right. And I feel like
0: he got some peace, you know. He he's been he's he's there with the son and everything and he's just happy that he's with his son yeah. now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he is. And I think well it was really hard on Mindy, of course. But um in the flesh I think so too.
0: And I think Mindy
1: also got some rest as well. Yeah, toward the end because um You know, the fantasy scene. Not fantasy. I don't know how you would interpret that. um, But she had this vision that she saw her son and her husband. And she was like, I really want to come be with you guys. And uh, the Mork, not Mork, Mork and (laughs) Minnie. Where did that come from? (laughs) Maury. He was like, you can't be with us yet, but soon you can be. And I'm taking very good care of him. Like that that tore at my heartstrings. I was like, wow. Mm. I agree. The I part agree. that made me laugh this- before we go is um, how uh, they introduced, you know, Nazis in the United States, and they had this segment, almost like a sketch comedy. It was like, come to Alabama, we have Nazis. I was like, what? <laughs> But it made sense because that space part program. made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, people in Alabama. But it's true. There are Nazis <laughs> there.
0: <laughs> but I also liked how they broke into that chemical plant, too.
1: Yeah.
0: How uh, Jonah and everybody broke into that chemical oh. plant.
1: To, um. To stop the corn syrup being. Oh man, that almost freaked me out. I was like, wait, is this true? You know, of course, I looked on the internet and there's conspiracy theories like the Nazis created corn syrup to poison us, and corn syrup is in everything. (laughs) (laughs) And they slowly (laughs) want to kill us from the inside through the foods that we ingest. And I was like, Oh, I can't eat anything. But then I forgot about it. I was like, I'm just going to push this out of my mind. I'm just going to eat these Cheetos <laughs> that the Nazis created. Oh, terrible. It's a lot of, like, um, Nazi history in the United States. Like, you put street signs, um, the foods we eat. Um, well, I should say German. Sorry. Um, the foods we eat like there's a, a big influence of uh German people in you know in the states because I know here in Georgia there's Helen, Georgia, and that's where the Germans um, em- immigrated to Georgia, and it's like a little small German town, but yeah. So we can't put all Germans in the same basket. It's like, a, they have this dark history, you know. And they're the ones, like their museums are the ones that actually aren't afraid to expose the history of the Holocaust. Um, so, yeah, I, I would like to take a trip to Germany and see that museum because I saw the one in Washington, D.C.,
0: you see, I I've never been to Washington D.C. or anything like that,
1: so I would definitely be yeah. And we have that. a museum here in Atlanta, which I haven't been to yet. I really want to see that, but anyway, it's neither here nor there, um, Amazon Prime <laughs> Hunters is a very good series, and I recommend it. So I strongly
0: recommend it as well, and I had a good time watching it. Yeah. So you know. And Al Pacino is just uh, is just fantastic, and in just about anything he does, so you can't go wrong with Al Pacino and the rest of the cast for Hunters. So I definitely yeah, recommend he it as much well. Just
1: played himself, you know, just yelling.
0: <laughs> All right. I just want to tell you thank you again thank you again for being on oh, the show yeah, with no me.
1: no, problem. Thanks for letting me geek out. And
0: I, I'm definitely having a lot of fun doing the doing the this with you and everything too. And a matter of fact, you're actually my co-host. That's what oh, I want to no. actually tell everybody too. She's <laughs> yeah, actually <information>. my co-host.
1: <laughs> and
0: she's actually on the page now, oh, the boy. movie you "Love Is Your Night" page. And a matter of fact, you actually have to go ahead and introduce yourself oh, okay. on the page. I will and make your admin name and everything else be known all right i'm screaming (laughs)
1: y'all put no foolishness through our page
0: (laughs) (laughs) but anyways um with that being said i'm gonna go ahead and end the show now and i hope everyone has a good night stay safe yep and until next time bye-bye